This show is a part of the podcast network of the Walled Garden Philosophical Society, an international community of philosophers and seekers dedicated to the pursuit of truth, wisdom, virtue, and the divine, wherever they may be found. To find out more, go to thewalledgarden.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Searching with Seneca. This will just be a quick episode. I'm just going to be reading verse number 9 of Seneca's 29th letter on the critical condition of Marcellinus, or Mycelinus, depending on which uh, interpretation you've, uh, you've clung to in my own readings. And in this verse, Seneca is going on after his kind of, uh, you know, discussion about uh, Marcellinus and about how he's not necessarily the best student, but nonetheless, he's going to uh, have faith or, you know, hope that Marcellinus can be reformed or at least have some respite from his his troubled soul. And so now he's just giving us a few final thoughts, uh, you know, before he gives us his quote from Epicurus for the letter. And, uh, and I just think that these thoughts that he gives are really, really beautiful. And it, you can almost get this sense from what he's writing that he is writing to himself. You know, this was a period of his life where he certainly would have had many threats to his own life in terms of, you know, leaving public life behind, which is not an easy to, thing to do in the Roman Empire, especially for somebody who likes Seneca, who was very, very close, you know, the closest person to Nero, right? And Nero is this tyrannical emperor who, you know, he's going to get suspicious if if his, you know, right-hand man decides that he's going to uh, remove himself from public life. And so, you'll, you'll catch this in Seneca's writings in this verse that he's kind of talking about, you know, uh, having courage in face of all these people who uh, potentially pose a threat. So anyway, I'm going to read this and then we'll see if there's anything else that we need to take away from it. So he says, quote, So while I prepare myself to deal with Marcellinus, do you in the meantime, who are able and who understand whence and whither you have made your way, and who for that reason have an inkling of the distance yet to go, regulate your character, rouse your courage, and stand firm in the face of things which have terrified you. Do not count the number of those who inspire fear in you. Would you not regard as foolish one who was afraid of a multitude in a place where only one at a time could pass? Just so, there are not many who have access to you to slay you, though there are many who threaten you with death. Nature has so ordered it that, as only one has given you life, so only one can take it away. End quote. So I really love these verses, you know, don't they inspire you and uh, and call you to greater courage in your life? You know, look at what he says. He says, uh, regulate your character, right? Rouse your courage, stand firm in the face of things which have terrified you. Uh, y- you can see that what he's trying to do here, he's, he's almost trying to uh, pump himself up perhaps or give him a little bit of that philosophical motivation, right? I say philosophical motivation because philosophy implies that he's also trying to aim at the right things, right? And not just motivation towards any old aim. And there's something that he says here that you kind of have to think about for a bit. Well, there's a few things in here. He says, uh, do you in the meantime, who are able and who understand whence and whither you have made your way, and who for that reason have an inkling of the distance yet to go. So, 
I, I wonder if what Seneca is talking about here is he's kind of on this philosophical journey and he feels like he's finally making progress towards something, right? Like he's really making progress in the soul. He's curing himself of his own ailments, right? And I just wonder when he talks about having only an inkling of the distance yet to go, we know that Seneca's talked in the in previous letters about how, you know, when you're on a journey, there should be a destination. He feels as though there's a destination of philosophy. You know, obviously we could say that it's wisdom or it's virtue. Uh, living in agreement with nature is obviously the the destination of the Stoic uh, of the Stoic philosophy. And so Seneca is saying, you know, I'm I'm almost there, you know, and and of course he's speaking to Lucilius here, but and so then you have that open debate like we always have here, which is uh, was he speaking to Lucilius or was he speaking from his soul to his soul, right? Um, and and he, certainly Seneca's life experience certainly matches up uh, with some of the writings in here uh, where he's kind of you could see him as talking to himself, and so he's saying, you know, I've close, we're close, right? And so have courage, right? Uh, work on your character. Uh, uh, don't be afraid of all these people who are threatening you. And he makes this really, really interesting argument about, you know, Seneca would have been somebody who, he, he could have had reasonable fear that a lot of people out there were likely uh, going to be uh, threatening to him uh, or, or could do harm to him. But the interesting point that he makes here is don't make the mistake of, you know, falling into a fear of the the multitudes, the fear of the mob, when only one person at a time can really hurt you. Only one person can enter and really hurt you, right? So you focus on the individual, you focus on a smaller and smaller level so that you don't get overcome by this fear of the multitude. And again, he kind of finishes this verse with that same sentiment by saying that nature has so ordered it that as only one has given you life, so only one will take it away. Right. So again, you know, coming back to uh, these 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 techniques that Seneca is using to give himself courage and strength in this moment in his life, or potentially to give somebody else courage and strength in their life, right? And so we can take that as well. And there's, look, perhaps I'm misinterpreting uh, these lines. Perhaps there is a deeper meaning to them, but that's certainly what I take away from it at this point. So I think I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to let those words sink in with you. And, uh, you know, the this call to, you know, regulate your character, uh, to have courage in spite of the many uh, fears that we have in life, uh, and to stand firm, as he says, in the face of things which have terrified you. Good advice for life, because life is a terrifying ordeal for probably most people, I would say. And uh, And if you're not terrified, then you might not even be awake. And this certainly calls for courage. So if Seneca could get through this and if he could find some courage amid all of the terrors that he would have been up against in the Roman Empire, then certainly we can. I'm going to leave it there. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'll talk to you next time.